hello, and welcome to Series 1, Episode 7 of Heart Points, a couples one-on-one AP podcast. I'm your husband and GM, Zach. I'm your wife and player, Diana. And how are you, my darling? I'm okay. I'm starting to feel better. Oh yeah, that's right. You were sick last week. Took me a long time to not be sick. Starting to feel better, so it's nice. I'm glad to hear that. The wonders of modern medicine. Just in time for me to get sick now. Yay! Yay! Well, you know, school's starting, so I'll probably oh get sick again. You're going to bring home so many germs. There are so many children that are just disgusting. Just the grossest germ factories. Runny noses and sneezing into hands and then touching me. And, like, that's not even just the five-year-olds. Like, that is just all five to 19. Yeah, children are gross. Has anything else interesting happened other than not being sick? Anything interesting with you? Because I have something I want to talk about. No, I don't have any. I don't have an interesting life. I don't I do not do interesting things. That's A, not true. But um, my thing is that I just picked up, well, yesterday I picked up a collection of micro games called Hashtag Feminism. Ooh. I was telling you a little bit about this. Yeah. Um, but it's very cool. It's a collection of micro RPGs and LARPs, like tabletop, LARP, and, Ameri- and Reform uh, games all about feminism. Looking at all kinds of different women's issues. Uh, it's produced by Pelgrane Press. The PDF is $15. It's edited by Misha Bushyager, Lizzie Stark, and Anna Westerling. Um, but it has a ton of like really cool designers in it. I'm trying to remember if there were any names that I immediately recognized. There's a lot of Nordic designers, like specifically not American designers, because there's a lot more like freeform stuff going on over on that side of the Atlantic. Weren't you saying that there's a lot, like, there's a lot going on kind of in general with with roleplay over there, right? Yeah, yeah. They do a lot of uh, freeform, a lot of, a lot more LARP stuff, a lot more serious LARP, like LARP right. for empathic issues Okay. Um, over there. So it's not surprising to me that a lot of the designers of these games... So LARP for a cause. Yes, LARP for a cause. I actually think... I read an essay once about a whole town that was converted into a World War II LARP. What? Yeah, it was really interesting. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of these games are really cool. There's a, a game called, let's see, there's a game called Manic Pixie Dream Girl Commandos, which is one of the few, like, silly ones where you are a, it's a military unit undertakes its last whimsical mission before retiring to civilian life. So you are militant Manic Pixie Dream Girls. Love it. Um, trying to spread whimsy in the world. And that one's actually kind of cool because you actually are intended to, like, go out in public and play this game in public so you're like literally like ah, bringing wins into the world. Okay. Um, there's also a lot of like very serious games that are like exploring um, violence against women. There's a game called Selfie which is all about you know selfies and taking control of your image. Right. Um, there's a game called So Mom I Made the Sex Tape which is about four generations of women talking about sex and pornography. You were telling me about that one. I think that one sounds really That one sounds really cool. There's a game about catcalling. It's just, like, it's really cool. If that's something that you're interested in, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to use it in my class about uh, empathic roleplay. I'm not sure how I'm going to work it in because I just discovered it and my syllabus is due very soon. Like, I'm going back to school in... <laughs> like a week. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to use this, but um, it looks really cool. A lot of the games are really interesting. If you are interested in, in that kind of thing, check out hashtag feminism. It looks really cool. 
I think I, fir- I first saw it because uh, somebody took a picture of their paperback or hardcover copy that they brought back from Gen Con. I was looking at all the um, looking at all the hall photos from Gen Con, and this looked really cool. That's an interesting story. Is it? Yes. Okay. That's interesting. All right. I was interested. <laughs> you you could not sound less interested. <laughs> interested okay we'll, we'll probably try out some of the some of those games like i'll probably make you play them i we probably yeah. won't make we probably won't play them on Sex heart tapes. points we probably won't play that one Aww. but we'll probably find we'll, we'll probably try one of them okay we probably won't play them on this maybe we will sex tapes no not all right so <laughs> let's get into our campaign okay um so, in the last session, Sal went to Ulcrosal. Yes, I did. Um, which I literally just now saying that realized that they both like Concesal and Curosal. And uh, in the yeah. same three letters, which is kind of weird. Um, well, they just, it's that's a really common ending in Portuguese. Like, yeah. it just is. It's just a, like the okay. A O. Yeah. Uh, I don't, that, that's like a really bad way to do it, but like the back of the throat, like, yeah. I don't think you can do I think you You, you have to you add the consonant. letter. You do. Yeah, it's hard you to do. Need a consonant it's hard to, to make do. that work. But the the that AO at the end is like it's common enough. Yeah, yeah. So wow. It's a wow. Like a lightsaber. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sao went to Ukonsa Sao. No. Nope, she U- went to Ukurasau. Sao <laughs> went to Ukurasau and saw the temple and she explored the grounds a little bit, but yeah. kind of got a little bit intimidated by the monks hanging around. I'm just not trying to like cause religious issues. Okay, so real, ta- real talk. This is real talk. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know us, Zach and I met because we studied abroad. And while I was abroad, I went to Rome, I went to the Vatican City. I was following the sound of a choir. And I absolutely 100 should not have been following the sound of little boys singing. Like, I should not have been following that. But I was. I was like, oh, that's like the church. I'll walk and I'll get there. Right? So I walked down this hallway. And, like, I'm, like, at the end of this hallway. There are, like, doors. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go through these doors. And this very angry priest, monk, bishop. I don't know how he was dressed. Like, I'm Catholic. I should I should have known his status, and I did not know his status. And he was just yelling at me in Italian, and I did not understand him. I felt so bad about it. And so I just quickly walked away and didn't address it. Like, I, I don't, I'm not making sound relive Diana's mistakes. They were, it was very traumatizing. It was traumatizing, and it happened long ago. That like does sound mistakes. like the perfect start to an RPG, though, right? <laughs> You're in this mystic religious city hearing the sound of children singing which you pursue to be reprimanded by a holy man i think if you'd gone a little further you might have fallen into an rpg just a little bit so sound unlike diana decided not to trespass <laughs> that's right <laughs> and went back into the courtyard and encountered pete myth yes and messiah yes yes he, pete yes, myth and messiah yep. um who were arguing about the gnolls yes. living in uh, Sagrasa. Yeah. Uh, Sal stepped in, stood up for Pete Myth, kind of caused a little bit of a scene. I don't know that I stood up for Pete Myth. I think I tried to stand up for the gnolls, okay. and Pete Myth just happened to be on that side, kind of, because he didn't, like, help me during that argument. He was just kind of, like, smirking, like, oh, I don't even have to have this argument with you to win this argument <laughs> to the other person. Okay. 
that con- that ended, mm-hmm. and Sao went down the hill. Yes. Uh, the, the hill of Curacao. I essentially met back up with the knoll from the episode prior, who I a little bit stole his food and may have gotten him in trouble with the law. Just, you know, just a little bit. He was stalking me. I was trying to find out who was stalking me. And I'm leaving. Turns out it's him. And uh, that's where we are. Yeah. Uh, so he had grabbed your wrist and you went to pull out your sword and right. he kind of like jerked you a little bit. Right. And he goes, you almost got me beaten by the police. Here's your fruit. <laughs> I saved it for you. He like looks you over a little bit and he lets go and he goes, where is it? Hand it over. I give it to him. So he, he takes it. I think we said before there were these like weird, yeah, star-shaped, like thick rind fruits. And he looks them over and he he opens up a satchel at his side and he sets them in there. What are you doing? I'm creating space for the cat. She decided she needed to be with us. So I've combined two chairs so that she has some space and I'm still close enough. She wants to be on the RPG podcast. Uh, Can I have a cat in the role play? In the game? Oh my god. Does Sal Zach, want a cat? Can I can Sal meet a cat person? Like in Doctor Who? And can this cat other, person be my per- Yeah, what? Yes. Other cat people in Doctor Who? Well, there was in one episode, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. It's where you, it's where you meet the Okay, I can't I can't with you. Ah, I'm sorry. The worst nerd. He he pockets the the fruit and he goes, "Why did you get involved?" I don't know. I didn't know <laughs> why you were running i didn't know what happened but those cops were kind of jerks so i immediately regretted stopping you so i'm sorry he looks you over he goes you're not from around here are you obviously not i think he looks over because you guys are about a third of the way up the hill at Mm -hmm. this point Mm -hmm. and he looks out from the hill and he sees he looks at like the horizon and the sun at this point is very near the horizon like it's it's getting onto night mm-hmm. i think he saw he saw sal grab her sword like with her left hand and like try to get it out mm-hmm. and he looks at you and goes do you know how to use that sword i've used it before he goes well thanks to your escapades i'm now in the middle of the city right before night falls and I have to get home. If you wanted to make it up for me, you could come with me. Where do you live? Uh, he looks down at the ground a little bit and then looks back up and he goes, um, he goes, I live on the east part of town. Now, this is out of character. Mm-hmm. Do I know if that is where Zofia, Flora, or Marino, Marino, uh, Zofia, Flora, and Mourinho. Oh, Zofia lives on the... She's in the north, I think. No? no Zofia was in the south. The south, okay. Uh, Flora and Mourinho live, I think, just a little bit west of... So this is super out of my way. Yeah. No matter what I do. Okay. Yeah. They actually live pretty close to the center. I don't know if they live to the west or the south, but uh, they live pretty close to the center, pretty close to the heart. Um, but either way, it's out of my way. Yeah. Well, before I decide where I'm going, I need to know your name. He huffs a little bit, 
He says, my name's Omen. Hi, Omen. My name's Sung. I just realized that that's a word. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like, I've literally, like, written his name multiple times, and uh, because I spelled the second vowel as an I, did not realize that that is a word. What could be Omen? Nope. It's Omen. Okay. Is which, it, like, Omen? Yeah, it should be, yeah, it's Omen. He says, uh, he goes, ah, uh, well... I wish I could say it's nice to meet you, but I don't know if it is. That's that's fair. Listen, I am willing to take you home if, in exchange, you're willing to answer some questions for me. He looks at you, and he looks at the horizon, and he goes, can we talk while we move? Absolutely. Uh, he starts making his way towards Garda Station. Okay. I follow him. So he, uh, as he's walking, he takes out one of those star fruits and he cracks it in half with mm-hmm. his like clawed hands, um, and he starts kind of like uh, chewing on it. Okay. And you guys are weaving through the populace, and the scenery is kind of changing now okay. that it's getting on dusk. People have started lighting their Saphira crystals, like all the different merchants, and there are street lights, or there are essentially what are street lights, right. lamp posts that. People are going around and lighting with the sapphire crystals on top. Mm-hmm. And these sapphire crystals fill the air with a smell. They smell like licorice and honey. Mm. And just kind of wafts through the air. That's nice. The smells have changed. The crowds have a lot fewer children in them. It's a lot more older people. But it's still not, like, empty. Like, the city's still very much alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is kind of changing in tone. Right? right. And he's making his way towards Garda. And he goes, so what? What do you want to know? So my first question is, why do you feel like you need me to get home? He sighs. He goes, it's not safe for me to be outside of Corpse Town at night. And he goes, and I definitely shouldn't be this deep into the city this late. And he looks at you and he goes, but uh, I got a little hung up running from the cops. And I didn't think about what direction I was running in. Again, I'm sorry. I don't really know why I stopped you, but I did. And I can't do anything about that now. I can make sure that you get home safely. I do have some questions, though. You said you just asked me one. Well, I have more, so answer them. All right. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. She says with a smile, winning him over, because she's freaking charismatic. I'm charismatic. It's my highest stat. Yeah, well, are you trying to... Yeah, can I win him over? I'm going to win him over. He's very hostile right now. Yeah. Uh, Reasonably so. I mean, he's a, there's a reason he's Let's say this is a charisma defy danger. Got it. I don't know if you're... I don't know if in danger is necessarily the right term, but I think... Social grace. Yeah. Well, 10. I succeed. Oh, uh, yeah, Completely. He feels like you're sincere mm-hmm. in your apology. And he kind of, like, rolls his eyes a little bit and goes, um, have you eaten yet? I'm not taking any of your food. I've already taken it from you. I don't want to take it again. <laughs> but thank you. I appreciate that. He, he pulls out one of the star fruits and he hands it to Sal. I politely take just the smallest bit and then I give it back. I'm not taking his food again. I, he stole that food for himself and then I took it from him. Or maybe he didn't steal it for himself. Maybe he's feeding a family of 15. I don't know his story. I'm not taking all his food. So I give, I take a, a polite bit and then I give it back. Like the butt. I take just like the butt. If someone handed you an apple or an orange, how would you take half of it? If someone gave me an orange, Mm -hmm. very easily, I would peel it and then I would take parts of it. 
Okay. If this is like, I'm imagining it's something, like you said star-shaped. I can snap a part off or something. Okay. How about he just gives you ha- the half that he'd already... Broke? I take that. I take it. Okay. I take that. So he starts walking to Garda Station, and did you have another question for him? He's kind of like weaving through the crowds yes, a little bit. Yes, I, I have a lot of questions. He's walking pretty briskly. And I'm keeping pace. Okay. Windedly, because if you will remember, she was not used to a life of movement and fitness. Mm-hmm. She's a little... She got a little meat on her bones, and she's a little bit out of breath. Okay. She's asking these questions. Okay. I don't know anything about your people, and I had one previous experience that is pretty much the polar opposite of this experience. So can you tell me a little bit about your people? I don't know a lot. He lets out, like, this long growl, like, at the base of his throat, and he says, uh, Knowles didn't used to be like that. And some of us still aren't. Okay, so now I'm asking you, the GM. Okay. What does that mean? Cryptic. Covered by my bardic lore. Your bardic lore is Legends of Heroes Past. What I know of, like, maybe, like, a big battle that did something, or something like, maybe, like, a, you know, are you just making Portuguese people just conquer and ruin everybody? Is that what you're doing? They've done that already. Sal has read in her studies about I think we've already established that she has read about gnolls, right? Yeah. yeah. They are demon worshipping monsters who kill for the sake of killing. That sounds like some conquer written, winner written stuff. Some conquistador stuff. Uh she's also read about how Averius was able to combat the gnolls and their hordes and their packs time and time again, able to beat them away until he could form a culture in the Asha Steps. So my next question is to him, Omin. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to apologize if this comes off really stupid. Just going to go ahead and I'm just going to forewarn you. This might come off really stupid and I completely apologize because I'm not doing this to insult you. I just want to understand better. Mm-hmm. I, um, Everything that I have read says that my previous experience was the norm since all time and you just said something different so i would like to not be dumb anymore can you educate me on that please he keeps walking and he lets out a little groan he says i'm not trying to kill you right now am i i mean i'm not no. i'm not going mad with the scent of flesh and just rending you human and elf apart, am I? No, I mean, obviously I know that what I've read is wrong. I want to know the truth, though. Like, I want to understand this. You know what? Roll, roll parlay. Okay. Well, that's a nine plus charisma. I own that. It's an eleven. I am rolling sixes, S- dear sir. He says, if you get me home, I will tell you. Well, I can't spend, like, a ton of time because I don't know my way around this city yet. And, like, I have somewhere to stay, but it's not around here. So, like, how late do these trains run? Uh, he goes, he says, the trains run, the trains run well into the night. He goes, and that's what he says. He says, the trains run well into the night. So I should be fine getting back to the center of the city if I stay and you answer some of my questions. He goes, yeah. Okay. I just don't want to be stranded. So you'll, you'll be all right. I just don't want to be stranded somewhere. Um, and he actually makes it to Garda Station. He goes, the trains don't run to Corpse Town, but if we hop on a train south 
it'll take us closer and we won't have to walk as far. Okay. He doesn't go into the station. He goes around the outside of the station. Okay, I follow him. There are fewer people. In fact, it gets to a point where there's no people around. And he walks down along the outside and walks down to the empty dry river. Okay. That runs alongside the trains, the train tracks. Right. Um, and he sneaks down there. And at this point, it's gotten dark. And there are no lamps mm-hmm. in this area. Mm-hmm. And he walks along the edge of the brick wall of the Garda station down into... Uh, under this bridge mm-hmm. that keeps Garda Station above the river. Is Sam going to die? He walks under there. She follows him, but is she going to die? He goes down there and he walks over uh, to the, the um, or actually he goes near the train tracks a little bit. And he goes, um, when it comes by, we have to jump. Okay. <laughs> She's, She's very. I'm down. Yeah. It's an adventure. I'm down and I trust him. Because um, I trust everybody because I'm a, I'm a dumb kid. He says, if we hop on the last car, nobody will notice us. Are you not allowed to ride the train? He uh, shrugs and goes, I'm allowed. I just... Is this how you do it for free? She asks very enthusiastically. (laughs) He's like, yes. Yes! Free train ride! That was sound. It's a few minutes. Like a few... Yeah, it's a few minutes before the next train passes. Is there anything you want to say or do? What do you wish people like me knew about... Your people. I don't actually think he answers. I think he just kind of lets that hang until the train starts passing, and uh, and you can actually see the train like in the distance under the bridge, mm-hmm. and it kind of like comes down. And he go he says, "Um, don't forget, last car." I- I'm just jumping when you do, dude. So the train starts coming as the last car starts to pass. He starts running for it and jumps and grabs onto a ledge. She does, too. All right. I'm going to try so hard to catch this. I'm going to miss it. Yeah, I think you are rolling to defy danger. Okay. What am I adding? Uh, That would probably be dex to go up there. All right. Well, that's a nine. This is what's going to happen. The train starts going faster, Uh and Sal kind of tries to jump for it, and she reaches out a hand, and Omin uh, also reaches out a hand and uh, manages to grab uh, onto... Sounds forearm. Warrior greeting style. Yeah. And and pull her up. But um she's gonna get a little hurt in the process. Okay. So roll one D four twice. One D four twice. And take the lower. I got a one. Okay, so just take the one. Alright. And I think his claws kinda like dig into Sal's arm mm-hmm. and he yanks her up. How does she react? Ow! <laughs> but just like a quick one, like ow. Okay. He, uh, he pulls her up onto the ledge, and he says, sorry about that. That's all right. I'm on here. This um, is awesome. I'm so excited. I've never done anything like this before. And uh, he sits on the back, and you guys watch the city kind of pass by very mm-hmm. quickly. And, and occasionally the train stops. Um, it stops twice, I think, before it finally reaches the edge of the city. But eventually it does, and he hops off. I do too. And crosses the crosses the uh, the river, so and I. you can see that you are on the like southeast side of the city. So like I can tell I'm on the south side where Sophia was. No, Sophia was on the southwest side. Okay, so this now you're is on the, the southeast side. So this would not look familiar to me at no. all. He says it's about an hour's walk until we get to Corpse Town, and then we can figure out how to get you home. I mean. 
would it be safe for me to stay with you for the night? He shrugs and he says, uh, you could, if you want, I could ask my mom if you can stay. I mean, I just want to know what my options are. I'm not saying I'm going to stay with you. I just want to know what my options are. He shrugs and he says, yeah, I think that might be smart. How old are you? What am I walking into? What's Corpse Town like? Who's going to be there? What am I going to see? She just completely bombards him with questions. He goes, Corpse Town is where the gnolls live. Only gnolls? No. There are people and dwarves and there's an elf family down the street from me. Oh, I love elves. But it's mostly gnolls and humans. I've seen some orcs. Uh, he kind of like rambles a little bit. Mm-hmm. He goes, um, Corpse Town is where the city's cemetery is and it's where the gnolls have to live. They have to live there? Uh, he shrugs and he goes, we don't really mind it. No one else would live there, so it's fine for us. What do they do when they bury somebody? Do they kick you out? Like, where is the cemetery? Is it the center of your corpse town? Is it in everyone's backyards? Do you live on top of tombstones? Like, I don't understand what's happening. He goes, uh, most people in Segaranza don't bury themselves when they die. They put themselves in sky towers so the bodies just kind of sit out which as you can imagine stinks a little bit a lot of it that's gross most people don't want to live around there i'm sorry you live there i'm sorry that you have to live there uh he shrugs and he goes gnolls don't mind the smell of corpses do gnolls not mind the smell of corpses or has society taught you that you don't mind the smell of cheese red her finger is in the air she's yelling it's pointing she's very he looks at her sideways and he goes gnolls don't mind the smell of corpses well well uh, well fine (laughs) uh he kind of shrugs and he goes anyway it's normal for the the sky burials are normal it's what everybody does and somebody has like i've seen the sky burials before but like it's just it's gross he shrugs the rough part is that rickshaws won't go there so it's kind of hard to get home. So uh, you guys are making your way through the city. and How old is he? Oh, uh, he is 22. Okay, so he's my age. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. How old is Sam? I'm 20. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he's... I'm just, uh, like, inflated in my ability to handle myself. Uh, Omen is uh, 22. Do I know enough about Knowles to know if that means that he's a child? Like, a, uh, they live emerging? about... Yeah, they have, like, human lifespans. Okay, all right. Sure, let's go with that. You guys are walking through the city, and it's a massive, like, condensed, crowded... Not crowded with people, but, like, condensed buildings area. And walking through, like, major arterial streets, kind of, like, leading north or northeast, right? To get to the north... uh, The eastern corner that is Corpstown. Okay. I think it's it's actually still pretty busy with um, still some merchants selling street food, people out on the street talking even though it's like total night yeah it's it's pretty late at this point okay but there's still people out right it's still a pretty vibrant area and you guys are walking on a main arterial street mm-hmm. so there's even more right it's pretty okay. busy there's still people like walking and care uh, like pack animals moving right. and people packing up and people like doing all kinds of things mm-hmm. as you guys make your way down the road omen freezes up and he goes uh we got to go another way and he turns right and starts very quickly walking down an alley i follow him he looks around he goes 
the reason that I made you come with me is there are uh, null chasers that come out at night sometimes. And uh, it's not every night, but it's not really safe for gnolls to be out of Corpse Town at night as a general rule. Why are they chasing you? He goes, uh, there are people that don't like us and they want to scare us out of the city. And he kind of, he lets out a long sigh and goes, um, even the orcs don't have it this bad. People assume that the orcs can assimilate, but... They don't assume that about you guys? No. Cool. What kind of jobs do gnolls take sometimes? He goes, uh, mostly cemetery maintenance. Do they ever work for people? He, like, is like, what do you mean? How strange is it if I say that you're my somebody? Like, you're my assistant, or you're my somebody. He goes, uh, that would be very strange, and also, I don't want to be your assistant. Okay, I'm not saying that you're gonna be my assistant. I'm just saying, like, it's a cover for us to be walking. Like, it would, I, I, I mean, assistant was a, a weird thing. I don't know, my bodyguard. I, I don't. He's like, it, it wouldn't matter either way. They don't care. And you guys are talking and kind of, like, bickering, and he's he, like, laughs at your questions uh, as you guys walk out of the arcade, this mm-hmm. alleyway. And as you get onto the other uh, the other street, there are three people mm-hmm. walking by, and they see Omen, mm-hmm. and one of them slaps the other on the chest, and they start walking towards you guys. It's two humans and a dwarf, and they're wearing these leather masks mm-hmm. over their heads, and these like burlap sack ponchos, kind of like covering their bodies a mm-hmm. little bit, so it's hard to make out their forms. Mm-hmm. But you can see that one of the humans is carrying a sword and the dwarf is carrying a shillelagh. And uh, they start walking towards you and Omen goes, he kind of slaps Sound. He goes, pull, pull out your sword. So Sound pulls out a rapier and she goes, those are nice weapons. Do you know what this one's done? And I wait for a response from them. They keep walking up. I think Omen is taking a step back because he's trying to decide if it yeah. would be smarter to run. And I'm like pushing him behind me. I'm pushing him by me with my um, hand. I think Omin is suddenly realizing that he hired a small girl to be his bodyguard. Um, <laughs> Sorry. One of the humans laughs, and he pulls out his own sword, and it's kind of like a, it's a longer, like, broadsword, and he goes, um, no, what is, what is that sword done? It's killed a gnoll and a human, and I'm so excited to try killing you. She's Wait. bluffing like crazy. Why? <laughs> Why did you just say? What did you expect? I, what, I don't. That's what. That's. Well, I'm that's trying to think saying. of how either of the two parties that you're near. She's are entering going to a react. duel with the swordist. Okay, I'm trying to think how either of them are going to react to you saying that you've killed a null before. I fully, ex- I fully expect Omen to just be like, "What? What?" and start like backing away. But, like, he knows, he has to know that he's a little bit safer with her than he is out on his own. There's at least numbers. Like, him and okay. Sound against these three guys is better than just him against these three guys. Yeah, but you also just said that you've killed... I also said I killed a human. And then I'm excited to kill him, this why next you, person. Why didn't you just lie and say that you've killed a human? What? Cause or that you've killed people. Because that's just not where her brain uh, is. Okay, so I think uh, the guy with the sword says, um, that makes two of us then. I'm obviously better at it than you. They all laugh at you. Go like, ahead, laugh. How about you and I decide this? You and me. Mono, ify mono. <laughs> the dwarf goes, uh, if you've killed gnolls before, then uh, why don't you help us out? And we're just doing our thing. 
I killed to save my life. I don't kill to be a butthead, which you obviously are. <laughs> butthead. Are, you try- are we trying to not swear? Yeah. Okay. The second human who uh, has a dagger, he says, uh, we're killing to save our lives, too. And he says, you're, not no, actually- da- you're not in danger, you big puffball. You're not in danger. We're just walking. I'm having fun with my friend, and you're being a butthead. The dwarf actually hits him a little bit. He goes, we're not even going to kill him. We just want to chase him out. We just want to keep him out. Well, you're short, and I don't like you. I want to chase you out. You don't get to decide who gets to live here. No one gets to decide that. You don't get to be in my way, so I'm going to cut you if you continue to be in my way. Move. I'm going for the crazy little girl act. I'm going for crazy. Okay. The human with the sword looks up. It, like, just kind of, like, looks up and goes, I've had enough of this. So and have I. Starts, move. And he uh, goes up to push you out of the way. Um, excuse you. No. And I stab him. <laughs> All right. Don't uh, touch me. So. Excuse you. Do you know who I am? Roll hack and slash. Plus my dicks. That's a eight. All right. You thrust your sword at him. Mm-hmm. And roll your damage. A three. You, uh, run this guy through. Yeah. I told you, don't touch me. Do you want some more? And I like put my hands up, thrust my crazy eyes at the other human and the dwarf. Do you want some more? You uh, run this guy through your rapier, like goes in his stomach, in, in his stomach, in his side. The guy screams and drops his sword, and like your sword is still in him mm-hmm. when the other human runs at you with his dagger, like yelling. I take out my rapier and I stab the other guy. You're going to have to roll to defy danger. Can I pick up his sword and use his sword? You would have to use strength. I think you would... Either way, I think you're defying danger to get your sword ready in time for this new attacker. All right. Okay. That's a six plus uh, one for my dex is a seven. I do it. Yes. Just in the nick of time. Roll 1d6. I got five. Uh, Is that damage to me? Yeah. Oh. Are you, do you have armor, though? I no, you I don't. No I went with okay. impressive clothes because it was more realistic. Yeah, so he comes at you, and he slashes you, uh, but you manage to get your sword out, and you can roll hack and slash again. I scream in his face, feel it, mine! No! I'm using my last lock, though. To re-roll? Yeah. Okay. Because that was not a good roll. Yeah. Okay, this is better. This is better. This is a nine, right? Yeah, this is a nine. I got a nine. Roll your damage. Okay. Can you please give me that six this time instead of doing it to me? Oh, look, a five. Okay. All right. I'll accept that. He comes up and he gets you with his dagger. How does he cut you? How does he... For five damage. If I'm pulling out my sword from someone else and Mm -hmm. he's coming at me, is my back to him or my stomach to him? I think you're forward facing him. I'm forward, so he slashes me. Let's do across the stomach. Across the stomach? Yeah. yeah. And he gets a pretty good cut yeah. in on you um, before you're able to pull out your rapier. Mm-hmm. And um, I trip a little bit because I used my luck. Yeah. So, like, the first time I, like, trip a little bit and then I just, well, no, just actually, right in the tummy. Actually, I think when he cuts you, you trip and you fall. And when you fall, you accidentally manage to get your rapier, like, through this guy as well. Yes. Because you went, you succeed through my luck. your clumsiness, yeah. right? Through your yeah. luck. Yeah, I think when he cuts you, you, like, fall back, and when you fall back, you kind of, like, swing wildly, and you get a good, like, gash right across his stomach, yeah. um, and yours is much worse, yeah. to the point that he um, he screams and falls back and, like, takes a few steps back, and the dwarf, I think, sees this and runs over to, he runs over to the guy who you just, like, so he's eviscerated. Close to me. So he's yeah. close to me. 
but he's not going after you anymore. He grabs this guy and uh, kind of grab- pulls up the other one. Can I grab him by the scruff real quick? Scruff of his beard. Can I grab him by his beard real quick? Or can I get in his face? Why don't you roll to... What is like... Can we do defend? Because I want to I want to intimidate him. I just like the... I need to figure out how exactly these moves break down. Like Apocalypse World, the moves break down in a very like clear and sensible way yeah. for me. Like, Because I would say this is like trying to seize something. Yeah. Right? Like seized by force in Apocalypse World. Right. Is this defy danger in this when you're trying to get this guy? Is it... I think, I kind of think it might be like, it's an attack. So I think it might be a hack and slash, but with my words instead of an actual knife. Like, I want to intimidate this Ooh, person. That's cool. Yeah, we should set up a move for you to have, uh, we should set up a custom move for you to have um, social combat. That's a really good idea, actually. Oh, what about parlay? You have leverage on a GM character and manipulate them. Nah, it's asking them for something. Um, we'll, we'll do defy danger if you're trying to grab this guy. All right. Without, like, starting. No, I just kind of want to. Get him, in, get him in my face. Right. Get him in my face. All right, what am I? I'm going to say strength. If you're, to, if you're trying to grab and physically intimidate this dwarf. I got a five. It's a minus one. My strength is my least helpful. So that's a uh, fail. One more and then I level up, y'all. So you reach out for this dwarf, but he kind of pulls back his buddies. If and... you ever come after another knoll again, remember me. The dwarf looks back at you and goes, you crazy... Uh, are we trying not to swear? <laughs> you can... You No, that's okay. You can. If I let myself swear, every word would be a swear word. But if you want to swear, that's Yeah, fine. I think we should stop caring. Okay. I go. don't care about it. Go for goes, it. He goes, uh, goes, you crazy bitch. He goes, um... You want to see crazy bitch? Do you want to <laughs> see a crazy bitch? Don't call me that word. You don't know me. You don't know where I've been. You don't know what I've done. Yeah, all right. He just runs. He doesn't even try to threaten you. Remember anymore. me. Remember me the next time. Remember me. Okay. With like pointing, like pointing in where yeah. his face would be should he have stayed in front of me. Omen is not behind you. He left. He is. Do I see him? No. Oh, I look around for him. You find him a few minutes later. Walk. He's he started walking very briskly with his head down, um, continuing on towards uh, Corpse Town. So I lied, and I want to explain. He uh, he looks at you as um, he goes, you really kill an knoll? No, I didn't. You're lying. No, I didn't kill an knoll. Remember? Oh shit, that's right. You I didn't, didn't kill him. You didn't actually kill him. No, knoll. and I didn't kill that human either. I just this these two kills were my friend. They weren't even kills. These were as close to a kill as I got. Shit, you know what? I want to give you something for those for that win. Because you did just... Can like, I get... just? Can my strength go to zero? No. But I don't want a negative you one. You have to do that through leveling up. No, um, one. But instead of giving you physical loot, I'm going to give you knowledge loot. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Which is, um, after you cut the one guy uh, on the belly, mm-hmm. you slit open his, um, that burlap poncho yeah. he was wearing, and you saw that he was wearing armor, and it was city guard armor. It had the insignia of the city guard on the armor. That bitch. I am going to this Mason Guild meeting and I am going to let them have it. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. All right, continue. Okay. <laughs> he goes, all right, so start explaining. All right, so before I got into the city, 
right the night before we got into the city, we were attacked by Null Raiders. I fought a Null Raider because they were attacking our camp. I didn't kill him, and he was fine. He he left. And then when I got into the city, there was a human who tried to attack me, and I fought him, but didn't like really do any damage. I like verbally no, fought. Yeah, him. he didn't fight us. Yeah, I like you I called like, for help, and yeah. he got scared off. Oh, okay, so that's what I did, and I explained that. And this is the closest to maybe possibly killing someone that I've ever come. So that's going to be something I'm going to have to deal with. But at a later date, because right now I got to get you home safely. Because I don't want to run into more of them. And, I, and that I'm, I'm fine. I could have walked away from that situation. I really don't want you to run into any more of them. He, uh, he looks you over and he goes, um, you did a really good job. So, all right. Thank you. He says, you had to fight a knoll on your way here? Yeah, they killed like seven people in our camp. And this Noel and I, we had a connection and I lost. So maybe one day I'll have to fight him again to like regain my honor, but. He goes, um, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Oh, thank you. I didn't, well, thank you. I didn't need an apology. I don't blame you. And you guys keep walking and uh, you don't run into any more trouble. Yay. We made it. After a little while, you get to the Eastern part of the city you know what? I think actually... Can I make camp? I need to reset my luck. I don't have any more. <laughs> can, right. can this be the night I make camp police? <laughs> Pretty police. Also, I need to heal because I'm at a five. Yeah. My max is at an 18. I'm bleeding. My fine clothes. <laughs> so you guys get to uh, the eastern part of Sagaransa. Yeah. And there is a wall of stairs mm-hmm. that leads down um, maybe 15 feet. Okay into this whole other section of the city and you can see from the the top of the stairs this huge walled off section of the city that is the cemetery it's white stone tombs and these towers that rise up and uh there actually are a few grave markers for like buried bodies or markers for like um cremated you know dead but it's a lot of these towers i have a question what for oh okay so I didn't ask this. Are are you allowed to be buried on the sky towers? Or, I mean, well, I guess you're not buried, but are you allowed to... When you die, are you allowed to use them? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Owen goes, yeah. That's how gnolls have always been buried. Okay. Well, he he um he actually kind of looks up and goes, yeah, for the most part. Well, that's not promising. <laughs> you guys go down the stairs. He leads you down the stairs. This portion of the city is very it's very fragrant so like each block you walk past smells differently there is a lot of these floral incense that are being burned so like one block will smell like a mix of all these floral incense with the um rotting stench of bodies with well i was going to say with the saphira but underneath it all it's all trying to mask the stench of these bodies mm-hmm. right and i would imagine probably the sewage that leaks into corpse town as well because oh, it's the so, lowest part of the city that's so nice so glad they live here but there's there's people. the injustice is burning through her it's burning through her she's so sad right now this is angry Actually, I think I'm going to rephrase a little bit of what I said previously about the people who live in Corpstown. It's not like majority gnolls. It's actually a lot of dwarves and humans and lizard folk. It's the And outcasts. like those ant folks. 
I think that's it's more like, accurate. Yeah, it's the outcast um, part. It is not a very nice place to live. It is where the outlaws live. Yes, but whereas there might be some elves in Corpse Town, there's a lot of elves in the, throughout the rest of the city. All of the gnolls in Segaransa live in Corpse Town. Got it. Um, so there might be some of other people, but all of the gnolls. All of the gnolls live in Corpse Town. Okay. And uh, it's a pretty vibrant place. It's a very colorful place. There's a lot of interesting characters that Sal sees on the street. Love it. How many Aladdins do I see? No Aladdins. Aww. More like... Jafar. Guys with nasty scars over their eyes. Oh, and this is Pirate City! scraggly beards and people talking to themselves. Yes! And, uh, These are not people. Just generally, is are they Sal's people? Well, no, they're not Sal's people. They're Diana's people. Weirdos. I love them. I actually think I'm going to make Sal... Uh, oh, I definitely have to be roll. Yeah, I think you're definitely rolling to defy danger. Yeah, 100. I'm terrified. Uh, and like that the is the scariest place I've ever been, and I got an 11. What? What? Plus wisdom? No, that's just solid. I rolled an 11. Well, what do you have? Plus wisdom. Plus wisdom. I have an 11. I have a zero okay. wisdom. Okay. So, um, although this is pretty intimidating, I, I think Sal's love for adventure keeps her. Uh, from being afraid of all these new strange people. My heart is a pounding. Okay. It's a pounding. But I'm excited. So, um... Pushing through that fear. Omen is happy to be back home. Um, and he's feeling pretty... He's feeling safe now. And he's a little less bristly. He, he goes, listen, I told you that I'd answer your questions about the Knowles. But really, it's probably better if my mom does it. And he takes you to his home, and it he takes you to a building that is brightly painted, just like all of the buildings in Segaranza are. They're all, like, pastel painted. Hey, he Mom, just goes I found in. this random girl. Yeah, I think he goes in, and he says, come on in, Sal. Follow him. He goes, uh, Mom, Marshiri, I'm home. A knoll comes out from deeper in the house. She's dressed in similar, like, the linens, like, brightly embroidered. She also has, like, some gold bangles and gold, like, she has, like, a series of gold chain earrings and, like, a gold, uh, like, uh, piercing in her nose. Uh, she walks up to Omen and I actually think she goes up to Omen and she grabs him and she bites his shoulder and, like, pulls at him a little bit and he lets out this yelp and when she lets go of him, she goes, what were you doing? Why are you out so late? And he's rubbing his shoulder, and he goes, uh, he goes, geez, Marshiri, that hurt really bad. And she looks at you, and she goes, who is this? I'm Sal. It's nice to meet you. Uh, she kind of, like, looks at you sideways and, like, looks back at Omen. Uh, and Omen goes, um, this is Sal. She is why I'm late. Hold on. <laughs> but I might be why you're late. I'm also why you're here. He's like he's like, I was going to say that. Okay. He well. goes, um but she uh she chased off some null chasers. She pinches him right where she bit him. She mm-hmm. like reaches out and pinches him really hard. She goes, You ran into null chasers too? And he goes, Yes, but she was able to chase him off. She looks at you and she goes I'm smiling. Sounds smiling. She goes, uh she chased them off. What? everybody have that reaction yes yes i chase them off i have a rapier i know how to use it and i'm really lucky <laughs> just list off all of your stats yeah. marcia looks at you again because she's not really sure what to make of this information um meanwhile my shirt is getting more and more covered in blood oh shit that's right you yeah. got gashed open yeah uh yeah she actually sees your gash and she goes oh what happened to you uh, what 
we ran into null raiders. Oh, that's she like, what happened. She like shakes her head. She goes, uh, "All right, come back with me, mom. Somebody, somebody needs your help." And uh, she leads you back into the house where you meet uh, Omen and Marshiri's mother. Yay, mom time! And I think we're gonna stop there. Oh my god, can I make camp soon? Yeah, you're gonna, make, you're gonna make camp in, in their house. I don't have any luck left. Yeah. I need luck. Don't worry. Okay. You're, you're, you're good. Okay. I'm not sure if we're going to be back with this series next week. Diana and I are going camping next weekend. Yay! So I don't know if we're going to be back. I'm not sure what we're going to do, if we're going to try and record during the week. But that's really hard because we're sleepy and mm -hmm. cranky. Yep. So when we try to record, it's sleepy and cranky recording. And I'm starting work again. And Oh, that's right. I you're, don't. You're back at the school. I don't. I don't. And I'm trying to finish up my syllabus. So there's a good chance that we won't have a Sagaransa episode next week, but we should have something up. It probably shouldn't be an empty week. We'll probably have something. But don't expect Sagaransa next week. Expect something else. I think that's it for housekeeping other than our thank yous to everyone. Yay! Is that correct? Do we yes, have anything I else to say? So. No, I think that's it. All right. So uh, obviously, thank you to Zach B., who is our editor and producer, who without which nothing would get done. Congrats on your one year. I know I did that last week, but I'm going to do it again this week. Yeah, congrats it, again. Because it kind of like fell in between. Thank you to In Love With A Ghost for the use of their song Chilling At Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. Check them out on Bandcamp if you haven't done it already. Yeah, I don't. Bad listeners. Yeah, what are you doing? It, this is the seventh episode. If you haven't listened to it at all, you're like, bad at being fans. Do it. It's just on Bandcamp and it's really good. Yeah. If you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we did get a new review today Yay. from Suriel. Uh, Suriel. Suriel. Okay. Which was very nice, but again, thank, like, reference Diana's sign-off, which ha -ha. I, at this point, I think I just need to resign myself to. Um, yes. But it was very nice and very kind, and we really appreciated it. So if you do like us, please make sure to rate and leave a review so that other people can find us. Uh, it really matters a lot to us, and it helps other people find us. Yeah. Please recommend us to your fellow RPG-loving friends, and tweet to us and about us on Twitter. Uh, use at uh, heartpointspod or hashtag heartpointspod so that we can see it. We Force us on your friends. Yeah. And then just like force us on everybody that's on your social media. Yeah. Just like force it down their throats. So uh, shout out to people who did talk about us this week. Uh, that was Aisha at, at Shrimp Slippers, uh, Colton at A Sleepy Thief, uh, Timothy at Back Up, B4CK underscore up, uh, who also, uh, Timothy... Also did this really cool um, like fan logo of for heart points yeah. that we retweeted. It was awesome. It yeah, was so it was cool. nice. It was really cool. Um, which I did think was really cool. And also, we got our first fan art. It's ended exciting. it. Uh, ended the tweet. Hashtag H A V V N D. Have a very very nice day. Uh, which I also actually really like. So um, also yeah, if you tweet hashtag H A V V N D. Um, we'll see it too. We'll keep an eye on that in Thanks, case anybody Timothy. Knows it. Thanks always to Steven, who was very sad that we named our creeper uh, Rogue Esteban. <laughs> we did. I didn't even realize that. Uh, thank you to oh. no, at No Cartridge, which is a, a video game review site or oh, video cool. game review podcast that I, ha I added to my Pocket Casts queue, but I have not had a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm excited about it. I think that's everybody. 
if you tweet about us, tweet at us. We'll give you a shout out. We really appreciate it. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah. It's always nice. It just it, well, it just makes us feel a little bit better about this dorky thing that we do for us, where I make fun of my husband and he makes fun of me, and good times for us. But I don't know if it's good times for you. Thanks for that validation. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we appreciate the validation. <laughs> and I'm gonna start making things harder for Sal. No, things have been it's too always, easy for her I, lately. I just have luck. I have my luck stat. It's well, you started helpful. off with a very well, and that's one thing I'm thinking about too. Trying to like learn this system is that uh, I think it's very much a dungeon crawl system. Yeah. Like even Torchbearer isn't great for cities, but it's based enough on Burning Wheel that you can make it work for cities. I don't know. I think it's working okay, though. I think so, too. I think we're making it work. I mean, yeah. like... I need to come up with some... I need to sit down and make some custom moves that'll make it a little more dynamic. Dealing with people is basically like maneuvering in a dungeon with yeah. random boss I'm monsters. sure people have made custom moves. I'm going to do, I'm well, gonna do more research. Fine. We'll figure it out. It's All right. fine. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Again, we really appreciate it. We hope you're having fun. We are. Uh, and in the meantime, until next week... Have no, a- not yet. So... I was going to do this thing where I went down the alphabet and I replaced nice with like a new word that was synonymous with nice. A new adjective every. Yeah. And, and Zach said no. So. You didn't tell me about this Yes, idea. I did. Remember, I was reading A words and you were like, those are all bad. And so I was just like, I can't. What? Me. This never happened. That 100% happened. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, this is sneak peek into Diana and Zach's married life is literally <laughs> me being like, I said that thing. Zach, what do you mean you don't remember me saying that thing? We had a whole conversation about it no. literally last night. Last night. We had a whole conversation about it last night. But anyway, until then. Have a very, 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 very nice, nice day. day. But like what? a really nice one. Jinx. Have a very nice day, guys. No, you don't get the last word I All do. Right. All right. You go again. Have a very nice day. Bye. Bye.